Good evening and welcome to StarCast from Planet Waves. My name is Eric Francis Coppolino, the author of the Planet Waves Horoscope and the host of Planet Waves FM from Chiron Return here with <clears throat> a short form update of the current astrology. The chart that I have attached below uh, was just basically the chart that randomly came up when I opened IO Sprite to right now, and it came up as as Cancer Rising. Uh, probably still is Cancer Rising. Uh, during uh, during this recording, I cast a chart about an hour ago, and um, made dinner and a snack for Jonah Kelly Francis, my canine unit, and myself. Welcome back. Uh, one thought about when I do this: I think you know, ideally, it's the kind of thing that comes out. On Sunday night for the full week ahead, except the challenge there is uh, I, I try to take some time during the weekend to myself, and, and that uh, is obviated if I have a commitment, people waiting for something. So I'm thinking that I'm more likely to continue with this on Monday nights, though if there's something uh, really significant coming up in as much as that's possible, um, with astrology, you will definitely have heard about it from me in my Thursday night article that goes out uh, to Substack and to my Planet Waves subscribers. That's the subscriber article with the horoscope, one of those coming up this coming Thursday as well. All right, so uh, what do we got going on? So I've put the chart below. Um, the um, I, didn't, I have not added many extra points. There's plenty going on without needing any... Uh, especially uh, many planets or asteroids. And I, I know where m many of them are hanging out in the bushes behind the uh, behind the scenes of this chart. But uh, like I say, there's a lot happening in this chart. And, th and the first thing that jumps out is the Aquarius moon is currently square Uranus. And that means it's meeting a 90, at a 90-degree 90 angle. The moon square Uranus is um, a kind of electrifying... A very exciting aspect that you know can, depending on what chart you're reading, can represent a breakthrough, agitation, um, some some new concept coming up, um, and in this case, I'm just noticing that it's been a a very energetic day here in the news department. I don't know how connected my readers are it seems like everyone has me on their substack i have hardly signed up for very many of these but i i must get 20 or 30 of them so i have this uh, new uh, like source of observing trends in the news and uh, there's definitely a lot of energy moving right now i won't get into uh, what what those issues are uh, just uh, to spare us all and in the sake of brevity but Moon is square Uranus. That is um, super high energy, particularly the moon in Aquarius. But note, Mars is um, well, and and let's let's just stick with the moon for a second. Square Uranus, square the lunar nodes. That amps up the significance, the importance of the chart of the moment that we're in. But then later tonight, pretty much um, overnight, it's looking like about. Uh, Eight hours, <clears throat> nine, 15 degrees, that's four, four degrees is uh, eight hours away. The moon will make a conjunction to Saturn. So that's already 
in play because we're looking at it and we know it's going to happen. And so that has a, a more of a sudden kind of cool off energy. Whereas right now there's this, uh, speaking about the charts, uh, feeling of things just kind of going off like popcorn and then moon Saturn uh, lays more serious cast on that. And also is a, um, a reminder to focus on business, focus on what uh, prioritize. And I think with Moon Saturn in Aquarius, make sure that you've collected all the opinions of the people whose opinions that you need to collect in order to uh, proceed in a way that is, let's say, um, effective and politically expedient. Okay, so, but at the same time, all this is going on. We see Mars there. Mars is far out on the left side of the chart. It looks like the, men, the, the sign on the men's room door. It's a little red symbol with the arrow on the angle of an erect penis. It's not that sublime of a symbol. Of, and, uh, and that Mars is in today made an exact trine, retrograde Mars made an exact trine to Saturn. So what that, what that can do is kind of open up the spigot. It it places Mars and Saturn in in a kind of energy exchange because they're in the they're in air signs and they're exactly in an aspect uh, which is a 120 degree aspect. But what what a trine tends to do is let off pressure, open up a conduit, and then also w when there's a trine, you have an opportunity uh, that that is a bit of a use it or lose it opportunity still in effect right now uh mars is going to come back a certain point next year and make a trine but this is the retrograde aspect this mars retrograde is pretty special and it, it may be viewed as complex and perhaps annoying but it's still a rare event it's a rare experience and we're in a time now when there there is so much happening and uh, it is also fraught and conflicted that it's really good to watch the things that are happening now now, and appreciate them uh, while we can. All right, so we've really got here is a Saturn-Moon-Mars pattern, right? Moon is, uh, well, it's a Saturn-Moon-Mars. My theme here, I'm sorry, this is not very focused, but but let's say this. The, uh, the, the way to read astrology, and sometimes it's quite confusing because there's so much going on, is you start to look at all the aspects that all the planets make to one another. That's what all the lines are. The lines on the outside of the wheel are the uh, the visible aspects. They're called Ptolemaic Tal because Ptolemy thought of them. That's the trines and the squares and the sextiles and the conjunctions and all those. The, the In the inside of the circle, those are all the obscure aspects, 72 degrees, 135 degrees, um, 45 degrees, like quintiles, no vials. I just put those there so I'm reminded that they exist and in, in case they, uh, they come into the story. So it's almost like two layers of the relationships between and among all the planets. There, there's the kind of overt level all the main streets, the trines and the squares and the oppositions and the sextiles. And then there's the back alleys and the back alleys are the, the minor, uh, the, the minor aspects. And some, some people would say, well, a semi square, that's not so minor, but um, you know, uh, it's uh, in my opinion, it's a minor aspect. It's important. Semi squares, 
uh, and sesquiquadrates, 45, and three of those, 135, can really set things in motion. And there's quite a few of those. And what seems to be now happening is things are quite set in motion. So sticking to the outer part of the circle, the way you get a sense of the chart is you look for all of the points that are that have about the same numerical value. So we've got Mars at 19, we've got uh, Saturn at 19, we've got the moon at 15, rapidly approaching 19. And then um, if you look, there's also Venus on the right down, follow the yellow lines down on the right side. There's Venus at 15 and change and Mercury at 17 and change. Those are all connected. The moon is going to make, is making an aspect of Venus. It's about to make one to Mercury. So the, the, the energy level of a chart starts to increase as things harmonizing with one another, or at least in vibrational uh, range of one another. And sometimes those vibrational ranges can be conflicting. Sometimes they can seem dissonant. Uh, other times they can seem consonant. They can seem like they're uh, more flowing. Uh, but this is the song uh, that we've got. And it's a very busy song right now. So once again, going back to the beginning, a busy moon making many aspects. The moon itself is making aspects to Mars. Uh, Uranus, the lunar nodes, Saturn, Mercury, and Venus. That's busy. Okay, so what else happening here? Um, we know that Mars is still retrograde. We know that Mars has retrograded past the retrograde square to Neptune, but I, I still have everyone around me on various news committees and news teams on high alert that we are in a time of clouding diversion, and a little bit of excess deception. That's the Mars square Neptune aspect. It's this kind of fog. I've been describing it since July. I wrote my first article about this in July. It's on the front page of planetwaves.net. Um, I, I pretty much am writing about Mars retrograde every week to make the point that there th that there is right now with us this kind of season of diversionary events, of distractions of various kinds that are keeping people running around, keeping them busy, perhaps distracting them with um, things that don't really matter very much, keeping people off topic. And this Mars, Neptune, and Mars retrograde generally is just an ongoing reminder to clear the fog, um, you know, wipe off the windows, Turn on the defroster and remember that the floor you're wa walking on may be slippery when wet. So pay attention to that. Um, as far as uh, the rest of the week goes, um, the, uh, the, uh, the moon is in waxing phase. You can look up in the sky and you can see it. It's, uh, it, it looks kind of like a, a very thick crescent or, um, or, or kind of skinny first quarter. You should be able to see Saturn right near the moon it's going to be about eight let's see eight degrees two it, it's not going to be that close to the moon but it's going to be a little higher up looking in in the uh, from the northern hemisphere i've never seen the sky down in the southern hemisphere so i don't know what that's like but in in the from any time i've ever seen this 
got the moon, 15 degrees, Saturn at 19 degrees. Just look a little bit past the moon, and you will see a kind of a um, modestly bright, not-so-twinkly, um, more, it's more like a beige color than an orange color. Jupiter is Jupiter's up there, too. You can see Jupiter um, in the night sky right now. Jupiter's this big, plump thing. Does not look like a star. You cannot miss it. Mars rising over most of the United States, higher up right now um, over uh, Europe. Uh, you can't really miss Mars either. It's got a very distinct color. Again, it's got a much brighter magnitude than, uh, than any star, one of the brightest objects in the sky. And you can see it if you look up and you see a red thing and you say, gee, I wonder if that's Mars. It's kind of red and it's around midnight and it's high in the sky. Yeah, that's Mars. Speaking of Mars, one last thing going on um, is that over the next few days, Venus is going to oppose Mars. Venus and Sag is going to oppose Mars and Gemini. And in the next 24 hours or so, Mercury is, is going to oppose Mars. That is saying, keep a handle on your emotions. Mars oppositions can go out of control kind of easily. And the, the thing is that with the opposition to Mars and then Neptune making uh, Mercury making a squared Neptune, that's slippery and potentially misleading. Venus making a square to Neptune, that's also potentially slippery and misleading. And it would be a good time to remember the Course in Miracles lesson. I'm never upset for the reason that I think. Signing off from a chilly night after a gorgeous autumn day here in the Hudson Valley of upstate New York. My name's Eric Francis Coppolino. Thanks for listening and for being a paying subscriber. And bye for now.